Well, praise the Lord. Once again, Pastor Jerry coming to you wherever you're at. It's always an honor, always a privilege to bring the Word of God to you. Amen. We count it a great honor to connect with you and uh, have you connect with us. Praise God. So anyway, praise the Lord. Let us hear from you. Praise the Lord. You got uh, uh, prayer requests. You got some testimony. Praise God. Just uh, say hi from wherever you're from. Amen. We'd love it. Praise God. So anyway, praise God. Let's dive into the Word of God. We're going to go to the Gospel of John, chapter 10. All right. Gospel of John, chapter 10, please. And uh, we're going to go to verse 27, please. And this, of course, is Jesus talking. And he said this, my sheep hear my voice. Amen. So my sheep, which is, you know, referring to you and me, praise God. My sheep hear my voice and I know them and they, here we go, follow me. Praise God. Isn't that the key? Uh, not just to hear God, but to follow him. Praise God. Let's back up here. We'll go to like verse, uh, well, maybe for sake of time, verse three. And it says to him, the doorkeeper opens. Now, of course, the, the hymn here is referring to the, the shepherd, okay, of the sheep, all right? So the shepherd. To him, the doorkeeper, which I thought is kind of uh, interesting, doorkeeper, something we've been kind of talking about in some previous messages about opening up, being a doorkeeper to your mind, amen, and what you let in, praise God. But here it says, to him, the doorkeeper opens, and the sheep, here we go, hear his voice. Isn't that the key? It's the Hear the voice, right? And he calls or bids, all right, to bid aloud or to, to, you know, kind of an invite. He calls his own sheep by name, all right, and leads them out, okay? So he calls each one, so that makes it personal, calls each one by name and then leads them out, okay? Now keep that in mind because his sheep, amen, hear his voice, right? And they don't even only hear, they know his voice, Come on now, and they follow his voice, okay, which is going to be a real key today, all right? But you noticed here in this verse, it makes it real clear that it's personal, amen? It ain't just talking about everybody in general, okay, but it's talking about each individual. See, he knows us by name, and he leads them out. In other words, leads us individually, amen, as we should be led. And when he brings out his own sheep, he goes before them, and the sheep follow him for, here we go, why? Because they know his voice. In other words, they're going to follow because they know the voice, amen. Yet, they will by no means follow a stranger, all right? But he will flee from him for they do not know the voice of strangers, okay? And there's that word uh, know again, all right? So knowing the voice. So we're going to talk about today being led by the voice of God, being led by his voice. And obviously the keys are, you know, hearing his voice, uh, knowing his voice, and following his voice. Amen. But you notice here that there's other voices. Okay, it makes it real clear here in verse 5, okay, that there is a voice of a stranger. All right. Now you have to understand, stranger, let me define it real quick for you. The word stranger is defined as another, the voice of another. It refers to something foreign or alien, something different, something contrary and even something hostile even uses. So when we're talking about another voice, amen, there's all kinds of other voices out there. And in fact, it just makes it pretty plain. It's his voice and then all the other voices, okay? And so today I'm going to talk about being led by his voice, amen, because we have to avoid all the other voices. Are you hearing me today? Now God's speaking to his church, 
you know, and he speaks to us individually. He leads us individually. Now, he will uh, speak to us through uh, the fivefold ministry, uh, through the pastor, the, the evangelist, the pastor, or probably the apostle, the, uh, the, the prophet, uh, the teacher. Make sure I got them all there. Amen. But uh, I want to just say this real quick because we have touched on this a little bit in some previous messages that God is speaking to the body of Christ as a whole through, through his prophets, all right? And be, be aware of that. So God's speaking to us, amen, of course, talking to all of us individually as well as corporately, all right, but through his prophets. Now, I just want to say that because there's a lot of other prophets uh, of the land out there. Uh, there's prophets of Baal, you know, there's prophets of the land uh, that have nothing to do with the, uh, with the prophets of God, has nothing to do. So uh, the point I'm trying to make is there's all kinds of voices out there. And as a child of God, you got to make sure you're hearing God's voice, all right? Whatever, however, praise God, but you do what it takes to hear God's voice, to be led by God's voice, not some other voice, all right? Now, enough said there. Now, Mark 4 uh, brings out that, uh, says this, that, uh, uh, it says, uh, well, let me bring, it says, if anyone has an ear, there we go, if anyone has an ear to hear, let him hear, all right? And I'm hoping I'm talking to people that have an ear to hear, praise God. In other words, you're willing to listen to what's being said. There's many other references on that. Uh, that particular reference, again, is Mark 4, and I believe it's verse 23. All right, but there's multiple references, like uh, especially you get into Revelation and you start talking about the seven churches and all the stuff that's being said by the Spirit of God uh, to each church. And it says, it makes it real clear, he who has an ear to hear, let them hear, praise God. Amen. So I'm hoping that you have an ear to hear. So with that said, I want to talk about these three uh, keys that are in, in this text here in John 10, and that is this, okay? You got you to gotta hear his voice, you got to know his voice, and then you got to follow his voice, okay? So let's talk about this today, and we'll take our time doing that today. So first one again, let's talk about hearing the voice of God, all right? And I'm going to I'm going to run to, let's go to Proverbs, uh, Proverbs and chapter 20, I believe is what I got in my notes here. I think that's right. Proverbs 20. Hallelujah. Now, the scripture says this in Proverbs 20 and verse 12, it says, the hearing ear and the seeing eye, the Lord has made them both. In other words, he's made your ear to hear. He's made your eye to see and your ear to hear. And I believe uh, you know, uh, now you might be able to use that as a promise if you're believing God for healing for your eyes or for your ears. I mean, believe me, you could use it for that. But I believe in text, he's not just talking about your physical eyes or your physical ears, okay? I believe he's talking about by the Spirit. God's made us to see things by the Spirit, made us to hear things by the Spirit. And we should be able to hear the voice of God, amen? Because he's made our ear to hear, praise God, all right? Now, the question I'm going to ask here is this, okay? The word uh, says this, uh, you know, to, uh, to have an ear to hear. Now, so I'm, I'm, I'm going to ask this, and this is kind of what I'm going to do with each section here. So I'm kind of coming at this a little different angle. I'm going to say this, okay? Are we lacking an ear to hear, or are we lacking the discipline to hear? Okay, it's a question. And I'm going to have a few of those questions today. So that's one of them, all right? Do we have, or are we lacking an ear to hear? Or are we just lacking the discipline to hear? Are you hearing me? In other words, self-control uh, or restraint is what that word refers to. Uh, let's see here. All right. So let's look at this. We're in Proverbs. Let's go to Proverbs 1. 
And I'll kind of make some clarity on that statement I made. Proverbs 1 verse 33 says this, But whoever listens to me will dwell safely and will be secure, okay, hallelujah, without fear of evil. That's a pretty good promise. But notice it says this, But whoever listens to me. Now in context in Proverbs 1 there, in fact, a, a, a wonderful proverb, uh, dealing with the, the importance of not rejecting when the Spirit of God's talking to you, trying to lead you or guide your direction, amen, you know, refusing the wisdom, refusing the insight, refusing the instruction. And you can do that. And, and then it, it goes on to say, you know, you, you end up in a lot of trouble as a result of it. Well, this, round, you know, basically sums it up in that last verse there, 33. It says, whoever listens to me will dwell safely, all right, and what will be secure without fear of evil. So whoever listens to me. So, you know, listening, okay, is, is a, a, a disciplined thing, okay, because not everybody listens. A lot of people might hear something, okay, something might go in one ear and out the other. You've maybe heard phrases like that. And to me, that happens a lot, okay. A lot of times people are hearing things, but they're not listening, all right. Now, we're talking about, you know, having an ear to hear, uh, you know, uh, uh, hearing the voice of God here, all right. And you can't just be kind of nonchalant with this thing. You've got to discipline yourself to listen, all right, to do what it takes to discipline yourself to listen, all right? Because if you will listen, amen, then he can lead you, all right? Uh, and it says, he will, you in this verse says you will dwell safely and you will be secure without fear of evil. Now, to me, that's one heck of a promise right there, okay? And all it says, you got to listen, okay? You got to listen, praise God, all right? Now, Jesus, uh, what, the reason he was successful in his ministry is he listened to what the Father had to say. You know, he, uh, you know, as we used that verse earlier in Proverbs, talking about, you know, an eye to see, an ear to hear, you know, Jesus uh, always, uh, you know, followed what he saw the Father do, or he said what he heard the Father say. So, in other words, he was disciplined took the time to discipline himself to hear right and see right, praise God, by the Spirit. And as a result of it, everywhere he went, he was successful. Amen. He, he walked uh, according to all the leadings and biddings that the Father showed him what to do, and he did it, praise God, successful. He said all the uh, things that the Spirit of God told him to say, and he was successful. Always knew what to say at the right time. Always knew what to do at the right time, praise God. With that said, let's look at another reference. Let's go to Isaiah chapter 50, please. Isaiah chapter 50, all right? Praise the Lord. All right. And I'm going to go to verse, uh, let's see, verse 4, all right? Verse 4. And it says this, the Lord God has given me the tongue of the learned that I should know how to speak. Okay, that word learned means disciplined. Okay, one that was disciplined, okay, or having a discipline about them, all right? Uh, somebody that was uh, taught and, and walked and instructed how to do things, all right? So uh, the tongue of the learned that I should know how to speak, a word in season to him who is weary. Now listen, he awakens me. In other words, it talks about, uh, you know, this, this, this thing being woke up, coming alive here, being, he awakens me morning 
by morning, which means a progressive thing or a daily thing when you look this up, okay? It says, he awakens my ear to hear as the learned. Amen. Again, there's that word, that disciplined one, okay? Or being disciplined to be taught and trained, okay? So again, he says here, I, I know what to say. And this is a prophecy, word of prophecy of our Lord. I know what to say, amen, because I've been disciplined, amen, to know what to say. I know what to see, amen, or what to hear, I mean, uh, because what? I've been disciplined in what to hear. And he lets it be known that it is a progressive thing, morning by morning. He awakens me morning by morning, praise God. Hallelujah. It goes on to say, the Lord God has opened my ear, and uh, I was not rebellious, nor did I turn away. I thought that's worthy of listening to, because part of this, too, is following it, right? Which I'm going to get to that here in a minute. But the bottom line is, you got to have an ear to hear. And it starts with being disciplined, come on now, disciplined in hearing. In other words, purposing to listen, all right? Now, the reason this is so key, I know I ain't saying anything here that at least most of you have been with me any length of time. You've heard me say these things probably a hundred times, all right? But the reason I'm saying it is because you really do have to be disciplined to listen to the right voice, all right? Because there's a lot of other things out there being said, a lot of other voices out there. And they, listen, if you'll let them, they will lead you wherever they want to lead you, all right? And I guarantee it probably ain't going to be good, all right? Or you can discipline yourself and have an ear to hear what the Spirit of God is saying. Amen. If you will discipline yourself to hear, guess what? You're going to hear the right things. Amen. You're going to have clarity on what you need to do. All right. Praise God. All right. So praise the Lord. We're in Isaiah. Let's just look at something here. I'm going to back up here maybe in chapter 48. Just, just I just think it's kind of a cool verse. And it just says this. Uh, verse 6, it says, you have heard, uh, you have heard, uh, see all this, and uh, you will not declare it. I have made you hear new things from this time, even hidden things, and you did not know them. And I thought that was kind of interesting because I always feel like, you know, a lot of the different references I see in the area of training our ear, you have to understand God, God's willing to show you, amen, the new things, you know, or reveal things, new things, and show you the hidden things, amen, those secret things, amen. So I just thought I'd throw that out there since we're kind of here in Isaiah and let you know that God is always willing to talk to you about things. And you might be amazed at what God's trying to say. Amen. You might be amazed at how God will lead you and direct you. Praise God. All right, let's get back to John chapter 10 again. And, you know, take, talking about here, about hearing. All right. All right. And uh, again, it talks about hearing his voice, right? And then it talks about knowing the voice. Okay, we see that in both verse Four and verse five, okay, of John ten, knowing his voice. All right, so we if we're, we're going to follow him, we got to know the voice that we're following, right? So we hear and we have to know. So what does that mean? Well, it means to uh, discern. All right, it means to be aware, to perceive uh, things like understand or the knowledge of or the surety of, but it's referring to a sense of discernment or perceptiveness, okay? Maybe might be another way of saying this. So I'm going to ask another question now, okay? Uh, do we lack an ear to hear, or are we maybe just lacking some discernment? That could be a problem, right? And we have an ear to hear, and according to this book, it says that his sheep do hear his voice, okay? So you really can't go around saying, I can't hear, 
so obviously his sheep hear his voice, but then there's got to be questions in it. If we're not hearing things right, maybe we're not disciplined, as I said earlier, or maybe we're not being discerning about what we're hearing, okay? In other words, maybe we're not being perceptive about what's uh, the voice that we're listening to, all right? So that's, that's, a, that's a key there. Uh, this word also refers, I want to talk about discernment here, refers to uh, keener or sharper perception, okay? It refers to a sensitivity or being tuned in or dialed in, we might say, all right? Able to characterize uh, whose voice we're hearing, all right? That's what we're talking about. We're talking about discernment, all right? So again, the question, okay, uh, maybe it's not the fact that we're lacking an ear to hear. Maybe we're just lacking some discernment, okay, about what we're hearing. So with that said, let's go to chapter 12 of John, all right, chapter 12. All right, John chapter 12. And uh, let's see here. I want to go to, uh, let's go to, uh, I want to actually back up here. Verse 20, yeah, verse 28. We'll just do that. Uh, the, uh, this is Jesus talking. He says, Father, glorify your name. And says, then a voice, now this is John 12 and 28. Then a voice, remember where we can hear his voice, right? Then a voice came from heaven saying, I have both glorified it and will glorify it again. Of course, he's talking to Jesus about uh, his name there. All right. But it says, therefore, the people who stood by and heard it. So in other words, they heard sounds. They heard it. Okay, now listen. They heard it, all right, and said that it was thundered, that it had thundered, okay, or was thundering, okay? In other words, it must be a, a storm on the horizon or some kind of thing, okay? Uh, then others said, well, no, maybe an angel spoke to him, okay? But it says Jesus answered and said, this voice, in other words, Jesus knew exactly what it was, this voice did not come because of me, but for your sake. Now, let's just take a look at this, okay, because we're talking about discernment, okay? We're talking about, you know, maybe the fact that we're, you know, maybe we, we have an ear to hear some things, okay, but maybe we're lacking some discernment on what we're hearing, all right? And that could be, uh, you know, described right here, okay? It's thundering. Well, what does that mean? Well, maybe it's just natural reasoning, okay? You heard something rumble, you know, and uh, now, remember, Jesus heard the voice, but they heard it sound like thunder. Well, you know, it's natural reasoning, or ex somehow you can explain it away, or uh, maybe sometimes you hear a coincidence or some kind of thing like that. The point is, they weren't discerning. They missed it, okay? God was talking, and they missed it. The next group said, you know, they kind of sounded a little bit more spiritual. They said, well, an angel spoke to him. Well, it sounds spiritual, right? But it's off, it's undeveloped, or it's immature. Uh, maybe somehow they got mesmerized by something. I don't know, because sometimes that happens too, and then pretty soon you're not, really, you're not really discerning the voice. You're not really discerning what's being said. Okay, You're caught up in uh, you know, maybe an emotional thing or whatever it may be. I mean, they at least got the point that they, you know, some of them there were thinking maybe it's something spiritual, thinking you know, an angel. But in all honesty, they were off. Okay. They were spiritually off, all right? But Jesus knew exactly what it was. It was what? The voice of God, amen, the voice of his Father, amen. So sometimes, you know, uh, you know, we maybe lack discipline, okay, to, you know, to listen, right? But sometimes we lack discernment to know exactly 
what and who and, and all the little particulars that come with that. Are you hearing me? So discernment. Now let's look at something else. Let's go to Psalms 46. Kind of jumping around here a little bit today. Now this is kind of a common text, but I want, to, I want you to hear it in the light of what we're talking about today. Psalms 46 and verse 10, and it says this, Be still and know. Okay, there's that word now. Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. Be still and know that I am God. Now, we have many times have, have, have used that reference because it's a powerful reference, right? To be still here refers to literally to stop and be attentive, okay? Be still and know, which means to ascertain by seeing, but it's talking about discernment here, all right? Amen. To discern some things. But here it says, you know, learn to stop, amen, be still a little bit, amen, and discern what's being said, all right? So now, again, this is a challenge to you, amen. Are you discerning what's being said, okay? Are you just hearing thundering or, you know, rumbling out there, uh, or are you getting off spiritually on some things? What are you hearing, all right? I believe you got an ear to hear, amen, but are you hearing it right, Amen. Are you, are you picking up on the fact? Now listen, are you picking up on the fact that it's the voice of God or are you picking up on the voice? Remember back in, in John 10, he said, knowing the voice of strangers. Okay. In other words, are you discerning it's the voice of God or uh, you know, are you maybe being caught up and not discerning the fact that it's the voice of another? Hope you're hearing this. All right. Now, this is, this is really the key here. Okay, if you're not discerning things right, then you're probably not going to be led right. And you're definitely not going to follow right. All right. So discernment is key here. All right. Discernment is key. Uh, another thing that helps in the area of discernment, not only being still and learning to be a little bit, uh, you know, quick to just settle down a little bit and, and be attentive, amen, uh, you know, and perceptive, praise God. But one of the keys to discernment uh, is the word of God. And, of course, this is a whole nother sermon, but I'm just going to kind of toss that in there. And Romans 12 talks about, you know, in verse 2, there talks about renewing your mind to the Word of God. And what it's talking about in there is so that uh, you can discern both good and evil, all right, that you can know both good and evil. And that's talking about a sense of discernment. You can pick up on this. You can, I think one translation says that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God, all right? And so what it's talking about, again, is about discernment. So how do you become more discerning? Well, first, you got to learn to settle down a little bit, not be so rushed all the time, not run around just, you know, following every little thing, quick thing that's being said. Amen. So learning to be still a little bit. But the other thing is get some word going in you because you got to have that. Amen. Because it could just be there's a lot of stuff being said that you're following that don't even line up with the book. Okay. Again, I know that's another sermon there, but I just want you to know, praise God, that we got to be discerning. Praise God. A lot of things being said. I have found just by being discerning about what's being said, amen, sometimes just causes a lot of that mess just to fall by the wayside because, you know, that don't even come close to lining up with, with the Word of God or the ways of God or the principles of God, amen, the, the heart of God. It don't, it don't even come close to lining up with that, praise God. So as a result of it, because you're walking in some discernment, a lot of that mess just kind of falls off by the, by the wayside because you know not to give heed to it. Praise God, because it don't line up. Amen. So, again, asking the questions to you. Uh, you know, maybe, uh, maybe we're not lacking an ear to here. Maybe we're just lacking some discipline. 
concerning, you know, listening. Come on. Or maybe we're not lacking, uh, you know, an ear to hear. Maybe we're just lacking some discernment, okay, about what we're hearing, praise God. Are we uh, being perceptive? Uh, come on now. Are we picking up on exactly what's being said, okay, and who's talking, praise God. How about another one now? Back to John 10, it talks again about now following the voice. So let's talk about following his voice, all right? Amen. So with that said, uh, the Scripture says this. In fact, let's go to John, John 4. All right. John 4. John 4, please. All right. And Jesus said this. He said, my food, John 4 and 34, pardon me, verse 34. My food or my sustenance or my nourishment, my livelihood, uh, necessity of life, that word also means, my food is to do the will of him who sent me and to finish his work. Now, we all know yeah, that's what made him successful. It's Jesus talking here. Well, what made him successful, amen, is doing to do, come on now, to follow through, to do, amen, the will of God. Now, maybe, okay, here's another question. Okay, maybe we're not lacking an ear to hear. Maybe we're just lacking diligence. That could be, okay. Now, again, you've got an ear to hear according to the Scriptures. And if you're his sheep, you should, you should be able to hear his voice. Come on now. But see, there are just keys here. Maybe, like I said, maybe we're not disciplined. Maybe we're not discerning. But we're talking now, maybe we're not uh, diligent. Maybe, we're not, maybe we don't have any follow-through. Amen. Maybe God's been talking. We know what he says. We know who's talking, but we're not following through with anything. All right? It could be. All right? could very well be. What's this word uh, diligence mean? The word diligence is defined as a determination or an aggressive effort towards something. It means a sustained or steady application to something, all right? A steady, or pardon me, a sustained and steady application. It means uh, intent to give heed to. So when you're, you know, I, I like the word, um, uh, when it's talking about uh, hearing his voice, okay? Uh, you know, it talks about giving heed, and it's talking about with an intent. So, when you're, uh, you know, hearing the voice of God, you're, you're listening with the intent to follow it, all right? And I should have probably threw that in earlier, but, but that's what now diligence is. You've got to actually follow through with it, okay? The word diligence speaks of an inward motivation producing forward movement. An inward motivation producing forward movement. So sometimes the problem is not that we're lacking an ear to hear. Sometimes we're just lacking some diligence to follow through with things. All right, it could be. Now, back in John 10, I want to show you something in this. Uh, it uses a word, you know, this way here. It uses the word um, in verse 3 about uh, he calls his own sheep and then leads them out, right? He calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. He calls, and I kind of made that uh, clear earlier about it means a bidding, but it means literally like to order one's steps. I thought that was interesting. You know, Psalm 37 brings out the steps of a righteous man are ordered by the Lord. Uh, Romans 8 uh, talks about, you know, being led by the Spirit of God. All of it's talking about literally is being led step by step here, okay? Now, the reason I think that's interesting to bring up because when you're talking about uh, following the voice of God, being led by the voice of God, God isn't like necessarily always going to give you, you know, 
from start to finish how things are going to go. How does he do it? By steps. Amen. He calls you, amen, day by day, communicates with you, step by step, praise God, hallelujah, uh, project from project, I mean, whatever. Now, I'm not saying that God can't talk to you about things in the future, obviously, and give you maybe uh, an idea of, uh, you know, what to look for in the next five years or something. I'm not saying he's not going to do that. that. Of course, he'll do those things. But I'm talking about, we're talking about daily living, praise God. God wants to communicate with you on a daily basis, praise God. He not only wants to uh, not only wants to talk with you, amen, but he wants you to follow when he talks, praise God, amen. And that's a key, praise God. Uh, hearing his voice, amen, discerning his voice, amen, in other words, knowing his voice and following his voice, praise God, amen, following the voice. Um, let's look at John, since we're in John uh, 10, or maybe I didn't tell you to go there, but anyway, John 10, and I want to go to verse... 10. Now, this, again, is a verse that we have uh, used in previous series, and we probably hung out here quite a bit, and I thought it was worthy of bringing this out because it says here that the thief uh, comes, or probably does not come, except to steal and to kill and to destroy. I have come that they may have life, and then they may have it more abundantly. Now, uh, like I said, we have preached on this you know, quite a lot, and even in, in previous months here. Um, and so I just want to say this, okay? There is an abundant life that you're called to, all right? Now, what's the key to the abundant life, okay? It says here, the thief comes, steal, kill, and destroy. I've come, Jesus says, to give you life, right, and life more abundant. Now, okay, but what's the key to it? You say, well, what do you mean? Well, if you kind of look at this, it's about hearing, amen, discerning, and following, amen. So to me, if you want to live the abundant life, okay, you got to be willing to follow when he leads. It's key, okay? So when the voice of God, amen, is communicating with you, amen, hallelujah, be willing to follow that, all right? You got you to have some diligence about you, praise God. You got to put some energy behind it. Uh, what was that one that uh, said here? A sustained, what is a sustained and steady application? A sustained and steady application. When he begins to communicate with you about things, I need you, you need to be walking with a sustained and steady application toward things. An inward motivation creating a forward movement, praise God. So in other words, you got to be moving forward. Now, um, you say, well, Pastor, why are you, why are you talking to us? Because I think sometimes we miss out on so many things because... Uh, you know, we're, we're either not being disciplined about, uh, about listening, we're not being discerning about what we're listening to, or we're not being diligent about uh, applying energy to what has been said in the steps that are being ordered. Are we following those orders? Are we walking in this? If, if he's leading us by the Spirit, are we following when he's leading? Okay. And so if you want to live the abundant life and you want to avoid the thief, if you remember back in Proverbs 1, you know, he talks about, you know, uh, you know the guy that listens is the one that, that lives, you know, secure, the one that lives free from evil. You know what I mean? So uh, Jesus is saying the same thing here in John 10. Listen, if you want to avoid the thief that comes to steal, kill, and destroy, and you want to walk in the, that life more abundant, praise God, then you're going to have to be willing to hear to discern, right? Come on now, and to follow when he leads you, praise God. If you're not going to follow when he leads you, you're going to end up somewhere you got no business being, all right? You know, one of the key things uh, that 
that, you know, when Jesus, you look at his ministry, he was always in the right place at the right time. He always had the right word at the right time. You know, he always knew what to do at the right time. Well, why was that? Well, he was disciplined. Amen. He was discerning. Amen. He was diligent. Come on now. In, in doing what God led him to do. You know, I think about so many times where Jesus showed up on the scene, took care of one thing. I mean, there were times he showed up and everybody got healed. Man, we're not going to take away from that. Praise the Lord for those moments. But there were times that he just showed up and one person gets delivered. And, you know, he shows up and, and just one, one thing happens. You know, he didn't raise everybody from the dead, but there were certain ones he did. And the ones he was told to do is what he did. Are you hearing me today? Uh, you know, we see times where, you know, he, he'd heal bl the blind and he'd do it different ways. You know, he didn't always, you know, just touch them and, and, and they got healed. Sometimes that's what he did. Sometimes, literally, uh, we see in one case, he, he spit on the ground, rolled a mud ball and smeared it in the guy's eyes and said, now go to that pool over there and wash it off. And when he did, he could see. Amen. We see in one case, amen, where he laid his hands on somebody asked if, uh, asked him, can you see? And he says, well, it's still a little bit cloudy. He said, okay, he put his hands on him again, did it, bang, he was healed. Amen. Now, that didn't happen all the time like that. We can go on down the line of all the different things. You know, Jesus didn't always walk on the water, but he did a couple times that we know of. Come on now. He didn't always, you know, uh, you know, uh, you know, take the boat, praise God, but sometimes he did. He didn't always, come on now, he didn't always speak to the storms, amen, but sometimes he did, praise God. He didn't curse every, uh, you know, fig tree he came across, but he did, he did curse one of them, all right? Now, the point I'm trying to make is, okay, he was, amen, he was, uh, you know, uh, disciplined in hearing God. He was discerning with the voice of God, Come on now. And he was, come on now, diligent in following when the Spirit of God led him. When the voice of God led, that's what he did. Now, what I'm trying to bring out here with this little piece right here is show you if you want to walk in the abundant life, you got to be willing to follow when he leads you. Okay? Now, another reference we'll, we'll look at maybe. How about this? Let's look at uh, Deuteronomy. Uh, this is you, you really can't talk about hearing and following unless you get to Deuteronomy 28. That's just... You got to bring that up, all right? Deuteronomy chapter 28, <clears throat> it says this, verse 1, it says, Now it shall come to pass if you diligently obey the voice, here we go, hallelujah, the voice of the Lord your God, and observe carefully all His commandments, which I command you today, that the Lord your God will set you high above all nations of the earth, and all these blessings shall come upon you and overtake you. Why? Because you obey the voice of the Lord your God. you got to follow when He leads. If you follow, you walk in the blessing. All right? I'm just trying to show you. If you follow, you walk in the blessing. All right? And if you go on further in this chapter, you find out that the curse is a manifestation of not following when He leads. Now, I'm just trying to help you here, okay? And we're talking about a people of God, the, 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 the sheep of His pasture. Come on now. Uh, the, the children of God, Him being your good shepherd, praise God, the true shepherd, amen, trying to lead you, amen. But you have got to, you have got to be uh, 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 disciplined in taking the time to listen. You have got to be discerning on what's being said and who's talking. Come on, somebody. And you have got to be diligent to...
to follow when you know you've heard the voice of God. you got to be willing to do it. Why? Because the abundant life is waiting for you. The blessing is waiting for you. Let's look at another thing. Go back to the book of Hebrews, chapter 3, please. Hebrews 3. And it says this, um, maybe just for sake of time, but because there's several references here, but verse 7 of Hebrews 3, Hebrews 3, 7 says, Therefore, as the Holy Spirit says, today, okay, which makes it today, you notice every time you read this, it's updated. Today, if you will hear His voice. Come on, today, if you will hear His voice. And then it goes on, do not harden your hearts as in the rebellion, goes on and on. But it's talking about don't reject when He's talking, is what He's saying here, okay? And there's multiple references through the next two chapters here, okay, about today, if you will hear his voice. Now, I want to jump to chapter 12 of Hebrews. Come on now. I hope you got an ear to hear today. Amen? Come on now. Hebrews 12 and verse 25 says this. Now, of course, in context, talking about the children of Israel, he said this in verse 25, See that you do not refuse him who speaks, which obviously means you could. Okay, but it says here, don't refuse him, uh, don't reject it, that word means, or shun it, or avoid it, okay? So do not refuse him who speaks, for if they did not escape, talking about the children of Israel, who refused him who spoke on earth, much more shall we not escape if we turn away from him who speaks from heaven, whose voice then shook the earth, that's verse 26, but now he has promised, saying, Yet once more, I, sh I shake not only the earth, but also heaven, praise God. Which means, he's trying to say, is he's still talking, he's still speaking, praise God. Amen. Now, in, in, uh, you know, back in the children of Israel through this whole deal, remember, they missed out on their promised land because they kept rejecting what he was saying. They rejected the voice. All right, now, this text here, Again, I'm not trying to bring a downer on anybody. I'm just telling you, he says, listen, don't you think for one minute that that won't happen to you if you reject or shun or avoid, come on, the voice of God. If he's talking and speaking, praise God, don't, don't avoid it. Follow through with it, praise God. That's what it's referring to. Problem was the children of Israel would not do that. As a result of it then, they missed out on their promised land. At least that generation did, okay? The next generation, of course, went in and took it. But they missed out on the promised land, okay? Which means then they had wilderness living for 40 years because they rejected the voice of God. Now, I'm just, again, just showing you some different references. If you want to walk in the abundant life, if you want to walk in the blessing, Amen. Come on now. If you want to walk in your promised land, because there are promises. And in a sense, there's a promised land for each one of us, praise God. If you, want to, if you don't want to miss out on that, then you've got to be willing to give heed to the voice, amen, when he speaks. In other words, be diligent to follow. When he leads you, follow, child of God. Amen. Uh, the, back in uh, Deuteronomy again, in chapter 11, you see where he talks about days like heaven on earth. And if you kind of read through that, in chapter 11 there, he talks about if you're willing to do the things that he lays out for you to do. If you will do these things, you're going to have days like heaven on earth. All right? Well, I want that. 
I think you want that, praise God. Even Jesus said to pray that, right? You know, right? Our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven, praise God. Amen. But if we're going to want days like heaven on earth, if we're going to want the blessing, if we're going to want the promised land, if we're going to want the abundant life, then you got to be diligent to follow the voice. All right? So we got to be disciplined to listen. We got to be discerning on what's being said, on who's saying, okay? Don't get yourself caught up with the voice of a stranger, the voice of another. Amen. Be discerning, praise God. Amen. Know the voice of God. As a child of God, you have that ability, praise God. But you got to be disciplined and you got to be discerning, praise God, and you got to be diligent. Amen. With following, amen, as he leads, praise God. As he leads each step, Follow those steps, praise God. Amen. This is how this works, praise God. Amen. Uh, one of the uh, references uh, back in John, we go back to John. Let's see here. No, I tell you what, let's do this. Let's go to Proverbs. That's what we'll do. I kind of, I think we'll skip those other verses. I'm going to go to Proverbs in chapter, let's see here, chapter 14. I thought this is worthy of bringing out. Again, we're talking about following the right voice, right? Following Him, praise God, being disciplined about that or being diligent about that. And I thought I'd bring this out, okay? And it says this, There is a way that seems right. This is Proverbs 14, verse 12. There is a way that seems right. It appears right, looks right, okay? It might even out there... Everything going on, being said, might even sound right. Come on now. But its end is the way of death, ruin, destruction, despair. Now, I thought it was worthy of bringing this out for this reason. Yeah, as I said earlier in the message, there's a lot of voices out there, all right? And a lot of things being said. And if you're not, if you're not disciplined to stop and take the time to hear the voice of God, amen. And you're not, come on now, you're not discerning about what's being said and who's talking. Come on now. And you're not following as the Spirit of God. In other words, diligent to follow as you know it's the voice of God. You're going to get caught up in all kinds of other things out there that seem right. And again, uh, maybe it sounds like I'm hammering on this, but you know we're talking about if you want the abundant life, the blessing, uh, the promised land, the days like heaven on earth, then you can't, you can't give heed to everything else out there that's being said. Now, I thought it was worthy of bringing this verse out because of this. It says this, There's a way that seems right to a man, but its end is the way of death. You know what else that word death means? Come on now, it means the place or the state of Hades. Now, he says, you know, you can have days like heaven on earth, or you can give heed to all these other voices and you're going to have days like hell on earth. Are you hearing me today? Okay, big difference. But how does that happen? Well, by not being disciplined, come on, in, in listening, not being discerning on what's and who's been talking, and not being diligent to follow as God leads. Amen. What happens is you give in to what seems right. Most of the world out there is doing what they you know, to them, seems right. It ain't right. It seems right. And then you get 
partway down that road, now you're experiencing days like hell on earth. Come on, somebody. And all of a sudden, what do you do? Okay. And if they don't know God, what happens is they're just keep moving on and not, you know, one bad thing leads to another bad thing. Now, you as a child of God have no business experiencing days like hell on earth. You need to be experiencing days like heaven on earth, praise God. Well, what's the key to it? It's hearing His voice, knowing His voice, and following His voice, praise God. Hope you got something today. Father, I give praise and glory once again for a people of God that had a ear to hear today, praise God. A heart that was receptive, that you opened the eyes of their understanding today, praise God. Giving them clarity. And Father, we give praise for that. Father, thank you for leading us and guiding us and directing us. Thank you, Lord God, that you want us in the right place at the right time, doing the right thing at the right time, praise God. And for that, we give you praise. Lead us and we shall follow, praise God. And for that, we give you praise in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. I call you blessed. Thanks for listening. If you'd like to watch the video of this message, head over to vimeo.com forward slash WO Victory or go to Jerry Roberts Ministry on Roku. For more information about who we are and what we do here at Order Victory, check out the website at wovictory.org. That's wovictory.org. See you there.